practice ends and after pouring the water onto the grass and storing the coolers in the shed, I go meet Drew in the parking lot. He's standing with Sam, who's gesturing wildly. I don't know why Dr. Salter has to approve our prom theme this year, Sam exclaims. How was I supposed to know that when I suggested a pajama party prom last year, a bunch of guys would show up only in their underwear? Drew's cracking up. Um, you wore snakeskin boxers that sparkle, dude. Fancy, weren't they? Sam laughs. I wore the cutest underpants. I preferred Chase Neal's puppy dog boxers. I really like animals. So if we win the prom decisional, what theme will we suggest? Drew asks Sam. I'm thinking we should tell Dr. Salter we want an ancient Rome theme. We can all show up in togas. I smile, tucking my hands in my pockets. Sam's nice and funny, but I don't know him like I know Drew. I usually keep to myself when he hangs out with his friends, and that's fine. I prefer to keep most people at bay. I'm glad you're not on the softball team, Sam says to me. It'd be a lot harder to beat y'all if you were playing. Every April, the Hundred Oaks softball team plays the baseball team, and whoever wins gets to pick the prom theme. The softball team won my freshman and sophomore years, but lost junior year. A lot of the guys were glad I didn't play. They got their underpants prom after all. Prom is on May 1st, but I'm not sure if I'm going. Aside from all the wild underwear, last year wasn't much fun considering Drew and Amy were suctioned together at the mouth the entire time. And my date, he who shall not be named, okay, okay, it was Charlie McIntosh, kept trying to feel me up in the middle of the gym. Gross. Anyway, I wouldn't mind going to prom this year if I thought it would be a good time with a guy I really like and trust. A man like Lord Devereux, the hero in this romance novel I'm reading right now. He's a pioneer of women's rights and gives loans to poor people, all while lusting after Princess Penelope. God only knows why, but Corndog rides a lawnmower up to me. He pats the seat behind his butt. Your chariot awaits, Parker. I avoid his eyes and check my phone. I'm supposed to go shopping with Drew this afternoon and don't have time for another corndog lecture about how I screw over his friends. As if I don't feel bad enough about my life already. Dude, why are you riding a lawnmower? Sam asks. Dad caught me drinking again and took away my truck. Corndog pouts. Bullshit, Sam says, folding his arms across his chest, laughing. You never party. Fine, fine. Corndog replies, chuckling. I've been way bored since grades don't matter anymore, and I wanted to see how long it'd take me to get here riding this thing. I've been tweaking the engine to make it go faster. I smile a little. Since I was named valedictorian, I've been bored too. Like me, Corndog's always loved science. We partnered on projects together until Laura started liking him in middle school. It seems like walking would be faster than a lawnmower, I say. But it's not nearly as cool, Corndog retorts. Henry, would you get your ass over here? Jordan Woods calls from beside Sam's truck. He's letting her drive his truck now? Must be real serious. Got a jet, the old ball and chain needs me, Sam says. His grin is so bright. 
He jogs to his truck and pulls her into a passionate kiss. Get a room, Corndog yells at them, then focuses on us. We're going shopping at Cool Springs, Drew says, pointing at me with his thumb. You in? I can't, Corndog replies, glancing at my face. Dad needs my help today, but thanks for the invite. He tools off on his lawnmower. Wow, it does go fast. Corndog's dad had to let their farmhand go, Drew whispers. I guess money is super tight and demand for their milk and eggs is down. That's sad, I say, watching Corndog disappear onto the highway toward the countryside.